Dad without a dad production. What about a talk show host? <laughs> talk show host, that's good. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. Someone even told me once they thought I'd be a good talk show host. Really? Yeah, a couple of people. <laughs> How do you get that, though? Where do you start? Well, that's where it gets tricky. <laughs> can't just walk into a building and say, I want to be a talk show host. I wouldn't think so. Hey everybody, and welcome to LApreneurs. That is LApreneurs. This is a podcast dedicated for entrepreneurs out there. My name is Jose de la Roca, and you guys could follow me anywhere at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And today, I don't know if you guys hear the, what is it, a freezer? Ice machine uh, and probably the refrigerator. So I'm actually on location. I'm at a wonderful little spot in a place I haven't been in a long time in front of a person <laughs> that I haven't seen for about 15 years. And not only I'm so happy to see her, I'm so happy both of you guys are doing things because we just were talking about like, so he asked me, what is this podcast about? And I said, well, this podcast is about entrepreneurship. And I want to showcase that just go ahead and do it. Basically, entrepreneurship is doing something that you love, make it your passion, and make it into your business or your personal income. So first of all, I want to say welcome to Elisa Hoyos. Elisa Hoyos and I known each other for about 20 years. That is 20 wonderful years. And I haven't seen you for, what, like 15, 10? At least, yeah, I, I, it's been so long. I don't remember the, the last time that we saw each other, but for sure it's, um, yeah, it's, it sounds crazy when you, when you say 20 years, it's like, it doesn't seem like that long when I think about it, but yeah. And the funny thing is like, I was thinking right now. So let me, let me ask you this. If we were back in time mm-hmm. and we were doing theater, rehearsing, whatever, or you were giving me a ride home. Uh, and I will tell you, hey, one day I'm going to come to your business <laughs> and I'm going to be interviewing you and I'm going to be the host of a radio show because nobody knew about podcasting before. What would you say? How crazy am I? Uh, yeah, I would have thought you were nuts. Um, not, not about the part of you doing radio because I, I could totally see you doing that. You have the personality for it. But I never in a million years, even up until a couple years ago when we kind of started thinking about opening a coffee shop, I never ever dreamed that I would have a business or own any type of space like this. I don't know. So, uh, and just to give, uh, uh, you know, a recap, you are actually very talented. You be, you were, or are, I really didn't know, uh, an My actress past life. Uh, in your past <laughs> life, uh, where are, <laughs> An actress, a mm-hmm. very talented actress. You competed on KC- ACTF, and mm-hmm. I did too. You know, I don't know how, but uh, uh, they decided that I was good enough to compete. That's how we met. We met mm-hmm. uh, acting, and we did West Side Story together. And you were the jet. I was the little shark that probably... I just got casted because I was probably super brown and super hairy. <laughs> and I could dance. Uh, I couldn't sing for shit. But you are very talented. And I'm happy you're doing this. I mean, it's incredible to like 
you know, I was just driving this way and I'm thinking like it's been 15 years, but I'm glad you're doing this. I'm glad you yeah. are putting yourself out there doing things, creating things. And basically you own something that is yours, right? At the end of the day, if, like I was thinking about, um, I was telling somebody that, you know, the future is here already, right? So um, like, uh, like, Uh, real estate like virtual real estate is actually one thing right so i always tell people that i'm investing in virtual real estate and doing things like that which is the future but you actually have something physical and this is your little coffee shop and you own it and you have the keys this is amazing i'm very happy for you i'm very very happy for you congratulations both of you guys and so tell me first of all picaresca barra cafe right Yes, picaresca barra de café. De café. Mm -hmm. So, what's picaresca? Um, it's not Leo's last name because a lot of people ask, "Is that his last name?" And I'm like, "No." Um, it's uh, it's a name that we just kind of like fell into our lap, you know. Um, he came across this uh, word picaresco, picaresco. I think was the word and I was like he's like oh I like the sound of that um, and I was like well what does that mean and um, we looked it up and it's a it's a character from uh, like 17th century Spanish literature and it's a classic example of a picaresque character is uh, Don Quixote or like Mark Twain so it was kind of like the first character of that time period that um, was kind of like the underdog um a character that came from nothing and kind of succeeds at the end. Um, and so we wanted, when we were thinking of the name, which was super, super challenging, it took us months and months to um, both decide on a name that we were, that we were happy with. Um, and so Leo, he's from Guanajuato. And in Guanajuato, Don Quixote, the character in the book and all that is just like a very big, thing in Guanajuato they have statues and um so uh we wanted there to be a connection with with Guanajuato um our shop is very colorful and we wanted we wanted it to represent like Mexico and and the city of Guanajuato of Leon you know it's like very colorful there and beautiful and um so yeah so once we once we saw on the definition of that word like Don Quixote is it oh Don Quixote uh we were like okay that's that's it Um, and, and then, yeah. And then we changed it to the feminine. <laughs> we changed it to the feminine, uh, picaresca, um, because we wanted it to be called barra de cafe. And so it just kind of, you know, flowed better, um, changing it to the feminine. All right. So while your wonderful partner is going <laughs> to bring the lights up, as long as the, the well, actually, I don't need power. So that's fine. Uh, no, the, it's just the lights. Oh, okay. Um, I'm actually very proud that you're doing this. Uh, it's, uh, again, uh, you know, people don't understand that it's all about doing it. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking of doing something and you're afraid, just go ahead and do it. If you want to start a podcast, just go ahead and do it. You don't need uh, professional equipment like the one I'm having right now. It's just been a lot of years of doing this. If you want to start a coffee shop, go for it, do it. And I think we were, um, I forgot how we came across or started talking again and you kind of helped me uh proofread a book that yes, i wrote yes and at the time you were working as a barista right like you were yes. serving coffee mm -hmm. so if you think about it anybody who's listening she started 
getting paid to learn a long time ago. And this, I always bring Keith uh, back because this uh, friend of mine, he started working at the radio station. And I discovered that this guy, uh, he started as the front desk man. And one day he asked me if I could train him to do what I was doing, which is, you know, audio engineer. And I started training him. And then he started doing what we do. And he told me he had a podcast. And at the time I was like, what is a podcast? And blah, blah, blah. And uh, years later, I discovered that this guy has a PhD, right? And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing at this piece of shit radio station? <laughs> doing the same thing I'm doing. You have a PhD. And he told me, he's like, Jose, my future is in podcasting. It's in audio. I'm getting paid to learn. And that still blows my mind. And you kind of were doing the same thing, if you think about it, right? Yeah. You were getting paid to learn. That's pretty cool. So get paid to learn. And all right, so you started doing, uh, uh, you got the name. And uh, you guys were, both of you guys were doing uh, um, baristas and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I've been in the coffee industry for like over eight years now and um i started as a barista too you know that's i think that's how you start in this industry it's not like something that people dream to become a, a barista or something like that and you just learn to to love it you know you the more you learn about coffee the more you want to be you want to be part of it and uh you know a few years later after being a barista i got the uh, opportunity to start uh, roasting my own co- roasting coffee for this uh, local coffee shop and after that you know you know the opportunity to start roasting my own coffee came up and later after that we were we had the opportunity to start like selling our own coffee too so yeah so he he actually started um the entrepreneur path uh before we had the shop um and um yeah and he was roasting his own coffee uh his under his own brand and and then we started selling that in the farmer's market. So we were doing that for a little bit uh, right before the pandemic hit. And then once the pandemic hit, I think that's that's when the idea for just starting our own our own thing um, happened. We literally just it was just such a unique opportunity, like time, I think, for a lot of people. You know, uh, I found myself quickly out of work. Um, and thankfully he was able to keep working and, you know, since I've known him, he's had like three jobs (laughs) and he's just, he's just, he's a person that like, he's depressed if he's not doing a million things, you know? So, um, it's, but it's very motivating and I'm, I like, feel like I'm always trying to like, just keep up with him (laughs) and like, okay, I got to do this. I got to get this done. I got to, I got to push myself because he's already 10 steps ahead, you know? And so, um, it's very it's a very good thing. It's a very motivating and um, I it blows my mind. Well, that's how Latinos, us immigrants, <laughs> Latinos are. We need to have, we need the same thing. If I'm at home doing nothing, I feel depressed. I'm like, I need to, like my brother says, tengo hormigas en el trasero. Uh, I have ants on my ass because I can't stay still. Yeah. Uh, now I know I have anxiety and so many other issues, but anyways, that's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> what you guys did from the ground up is <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, amazing. So congratulations on that. So, and the funny thing about this is that uh, I always tell people, there's two people that are going to come out of the pandemic. The ones that did something, the ones that didn't do anything. And you guys are the perfect example. You guys decided to do something and look, 
we have we are at your little coffee shop here yeah and congratulations so all right so now you guys are going to start a business and walk me through that like it's 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 scary and yeah. but people need to know it's just do it i mean how'd you guys do it yeah um it's funny that you asked that because i had a friend um we did a pop-up yesterday a food pop-up um and we had our good friends uh their company's called la novia and they're chefs they're amazing chefs and uh they do a pop-up here once a once a month so yesterday they had they were here and they were serving chilaquiles amazing vegan nopal tacos um they had a torta de jamón sandwich so they have amazing food and they've been they, they started their 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 little pop-up uh chef business during the pandemic as well and so one of my uh one of the the business owners she asked me um I need to ask you something. Um, I, we have been feeling so discouraged and so like we're, we're working so hard. We're trying to push our brand and, um, you know, they don't have a space, but they, they do pop-ups and events. And, um, she's like, did you, did you feel that? Did you feel discouraged or, or afraid or that like this was just too risky, you know, uh, when you were, when you guys were, were opening your business. And for me, um, I don't know if, Leo feels different, um, but I, I don't think I, I ever thought we would have a, a shop like this soon. So when we were, when the pandemic hit, I was out of work, he was working and he's like, let's just, let's just do, let's, let's do this. Let's just start planning. Let's start building our brand. Let's pick a name. Let's, um, we'll just figure it out. Let's just like, we have all this time. Let, let's start working on it. And that's what we did. We sat down every single, like maybe once or twice a week, we would have meetings for like a couple hours and we would just sit there and like, and we had a lot of equipment for, we were already doing the farmer's market. So we had our machine, we had one grinder, we had a few things, you know, they were all in my living room, by the way, <laughs> for like two or three years. Um, and so it was like, like, we don't know what's going to happen with the economy. Um, but let's, uh, let's just start working on it let's start working on it. And so that's what we did. And we, we were like freaking relentless about it. Like we did it every, you know, we, we just focused on that. And, um, um, so I didn't feel, I didn't feel like, like we were taking a big risk. It just felt like the right thing to do. Like we have all this time, like, but that's perfect. Like, let's work on it. Let's work on it. Um, so I don't know. Did you feel at any point like this? Was, it was a big risk. Or? I mean, uh, it is. I think it's um, it's a big it's a big risk. But you know, uh, starting in, in the middle of the pandemic, it's uh, it, it puts a lot of things into perspective because in it everything is risky when uh, when you are in the middle of the pandemic. Just going out is it's a risk. You know, working is a risk. And you know, like I think the, the the fear of doing something it was kind of like okay, you know, we're already we're already living through something that is like it's gonna be you know in the history books, so might as well do something else too in the same time try to do whatever we want to do while we're trying to figure out what's gonna happen uh, as a society, and. It just for me, it felt like it was the right moment. Uh, there was um, we had the you no, know, we had a little bit of savings because we were not doing much during the pandemic, and uh, we had a lot of time too because there was nothing to do. So it was either that and uh, or just you know 
waste our time and, and, and money doing nothing. And I always knew that I wanted to have something for myself. And, and uh, I never wanted to spend, like, yeah, spend my whole life working for other people. It's, uh, it's nice that you can learn from, um, like, work somewhere, learn something, learn, learn a trade, and then take it with you. And I, I mean, I never thought it was gonna be in coffee. Like I went to school for graphic design, and I thought it was gonna be that was like the approach that I was gonna take, where I, I'm, I'm gonna work for a company, I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna learn all these things, I'm gonna you know, get the experience that I need, and then I'm gonna go and do it on my own. But that never worked out uh, in my uh, graphic design career. And in coffee, like it was just like one door opening after the other one. Okay, you know, you, you want to do this, and you, you can do it. Like the, there was always someone to to help me, or uh, uh, yeah, motivate me, or inspire me, or uh, teach me something new. And um, when the pandemic hit, it was just like okay, you know, well, let's see what's what can we do. There's nothing else to do, so let's just try it. And it it is risky, even in right now, like uh, it's it's still feel risky because um it's not a sustainable business yet you know we still have like really good days and then we still have like really bad days and uh and, and the really bad days is you can feel like oh are we doing the right thing or like uh, uh am i wasting my time or uh, this is gonna gonna be something that i'm gonna have in 20 years or why am i gonna do in 20 years i'm always asking myself all these questions you know, but you know like, what uh so it's good that you have that mentality because otherwise I, I keep telling people uh, uh, you know like uh, I think I put my, my nephew in the spot one time already why not put him again right uh, uh, like uh, it's either in you or not right so uh, I don't know if you were trying to do things but you had it in you probably you just needed a little push right here comes Leo, uh, Leo and pushes you right uh, but you have that mentality right like you had to do something you had to you're thinking about your future I don't know if it's your upbringing or because you're an immigrant and you came here to succeed and things like that but that is the mentality right like and um, I'm pretty sure like let's say if if it does well you're gonna be thinking okay what's next right you're doing a well business is getting is going to be by itself and then what's next right or if God forbid, or anything doesn't work. You did it. You learn. You move on. And what's next, right? So totally. you know, it's it's a funny thing that you know secrets are out there. There's no secrets. I say, you know, people literally tell you, "Hey, you're going to fail so many times, but as long as one thing is right, you did it." Right? It doesn't really matter that you fail 150 times, as long as you succeed in one thing. It works, right? That's why I'm with you. I'm doing like a million things, but I just need one thing to work, right? And as long as my son is healthy, I always tell people, as long as my son is healthy, nothing else really matters, right? And with you guys, as long as you guys are healthy, really nothing else matters, right? Correct. And I think the the other part is also that uh, the risk level for for us is you know, it's pretty low. It's like it's not like we own a house. We had this, uh, you know good income coming in from uh, from our jobs you know so we don't have a family to sustain so there was really nothing to lose and more to gain than uh if we actually fail <laughs> even now if we fail like okay you know at least we try it. and it's something that I, I i think i have mentioned it to you too like at least like we tried it and uh we know we can do it we know we can do it, it again. 
And even like, let's say like, you know, cause there's all these things that, you know, when it comes to coffee, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that could happen with coffee. Also, like when you, when you think about, you know, like global warming and all this, are we even going to have coffee in 20 years to sell? Probably not. Maybe yes. Hopefully yes. Cause we need coffee. I need coffee. I need coffee. Yeah. And, um, but at least, you know, like by putting yourselves in these situations, you know, there's a lot of skills that you can transfer to anything, you know, like, like you learn certain uh, set of skills that you can take to, to become in, to become a mechanic, to become an actor, to become, because you just, you know, you're going to have it in you, to the, the motivation to, to push yourself to, to do good when, even when, you know, when the, when you're having just like terrible days. Let me tell you about peanut crunch. These fake peanuts puffs are so delicious, my son and I cannot stop eating them. Seriously, we cannot stop. Peanut Crunch are a delicious and healthy peanut treat. They have the power of vegan peanut protein, rice, beans, and a wonderful crunch that keeps active kids and adults on the go. I came across Peanut Crunch when I was watching Shark Tank, and I just decided to help out a fellow Central American entrepreneur and buy his product. So I decided to get it. And when I got them, I found out how delicious these baked peanut puffs were. And I became hooked ever since. Go check them out at peanut.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. P-N-U-F-F.com. And use my promo code De La Roca and you will get 10% off your order. I'm telling you guys, I cannot stop eating this great baked peanut puffs. Peanut Crunch, P-N-U-F-F dot com. That is P-N-U-F-F dot com. Promo code De La Roca. But even in your graphic design, I'm pretty sure you're using it right now, right? So it's not like, yes. you know, it's like one of those things. Uh, I always tell people, the more you know, the better, right? Like the more you know, I prefer to know a hundred things than not. And, but also, I always tell people that one thing that I lack is focus. I, I do, and I tell my son when he doesn't focus, I always tell him, hey, I don't want you to be like me. You need to focus because, you know, sometimes you need to focus in things and, you know, put it, put it out there and stuff like that. But... That's pretty cool, man. Like, congratulations yeah. to you, and good thing you're pushing Elisa. And thank you. You know, it's good thing, and so many other things that people don't understand about opening a business is that, you know, you pay rent, right? And I'm sure you need to uh, use the software, and I'm sure you need to run your books, and those three things I don't know anything about, but you do, right? Well, a little bit, I guess. No, we don't know much, but. Uh we know enough to to stay open for eight months <laughs> so that, that, that's all that totally matters for us right now uh you know i went to to college and i i did spend like probably all my 20s trying different things and all that i mean i, I try to i tried accounting for a little bit i try um graphic design web design anything that you can think of and uh and in the end of the day you know even if I'm not doing any of those things, like uh, as a career, I learn a little bit of, okay, you know, this is how you, you know, this is what you're supposed to do when you have a business, you know, like in terms of like your, your bookkeeping, you know, like I know the the very basics that has been helping us to, to stay afloat. And uh, I know the very basics of, uh, very basics of uh, web design and development to, to 
come up with a simple website that can help us or understand what we need and and look around and delegate things too you know same with graphic design i know enough to do what we need like we need a logo okay i can i can do a logo for us i can do something that we're gonna like because i know what i like and know what lisa like so we can develop something that we're gonna be proud of and same with other things too you know like i think like anything that you do in life is gonna teach you something you know it's gonna it's gonna help you learn something that you can just take with you um well, but you know what? Like, uh, you have that mentality. I have it now, right? Some people don't. And, you know, that's, that's, you know, and then there's the people who were meant to do something, right? Like, maybe uh, my story, I always tell people, and maybe I'm being lazy while I say it, but my story is different. I didn't know if I was even going to be here, right? So my pushing thing, I think, me trying to do something out of my life and becoming a better person didn't start until I quit drinking uh, seven years ago when I decided to love myself, right? Uh, and then change from there. And then my son comes and then I'm like, oh, shit. Now I had to raise a little boy and raise him better than they raised me and give him a better future than than I ever had. And that pushes you, right? Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's stupid to say it, but it is true. And especially if you care about the little one, right? And so, but like you, you have that mentality. Some people don't, right? And it's better to have it than no, than don't have it. So all these little things that you're doing is, you know, congratulations to you guys. And, you know, whether like, again, succeeds or not, just be proud. So it's a very, hey, you have a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. How many people say, hey, you have a little shop and sells coffee and I don't know where my coffee is. But no, nah, just mm-hmm. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's like, "You want coffee? I didn't know you were going mm-hmm. to put me in the spot." Nah, I'm kidding. But yeah, so congratulations on that. So now, you guys open and tell me more about the business now. Uh, well, we wanted to be serving our community. That was very important for us. Um, we wanted to be. We wanted to have something that represent us. Therefore, you know that that's why we choose a name in Spanish, and uh, and uh, we somehow wanted to, you know, well, at least I wanted something to. Okay, you know, like what's in Guanajuato that we can use that is not, uh, you know, a cliche or cheesy, and uh, and it's cool, you know, that can represent who we are, or you know, like what I love, you know, and uh, something that I'm very passionate about, and uh, and it's yeah, it's so it's it's a little bit of everything that we always wanted to to have. Um, but then again, there's a lot of disadvantages to, to having a place where we have it. Cause, uh, we're in the middle of a minimal where, it, um, it's hard to find us, you know, like there's, uh, we're kind of, we're hidden, you know, we're in the, the, we're in, in between, uh, uh, we're in between like a little market, a little tiendita, then a hair salon and then a flower shop. So it's, you know, like you kind of have to know where you come in to like uh find to find us you know like there's no other way like there's not like oh i was just walking around this minimal and, and i found you guys like it's uh, that's one out of uh 200 people that comes to the shop <laughs> and I, there's also like you know uh it's a uh, we're in a street that is uh heavy heavy uh traffic you know like there's like there's a lot of cars passing by uh from 6 a.m. until fucking 7 p.m. And, uh, 
Sorry about the bad word. Oh, no. <laughs> you could fucking say whatever you want. All right, good. Cool. Great. Good. It's hard for me to control myself. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but also, like, if it just, it just felt that it was okay. We got to start somewhere. Like, if, like it, we're never going to find the perfect place. You know, this is it's out there. You know, this is here waiting for us. And it's been, you know, the lady who had this place before, she, she's been trying to sell it for, for a while. And she couldn't. She couldn't find someone that actually wanted to commit. And we saw some sort of potential in here, so we wanted to. Yeah, it's 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 in, it's in the neighborhood, in the right neighborhood, our the, neighborhood. The, our neighborhood. Uh, the price is right. Uh, we're serving our, you know, the Latino community, which is big for us. You know, we want to be part of uh, our community, and um, and it's you know it's it's cool. It's a different. You know, it's a it's a different kind of coffee shop, just because of the area where it is. All right, so what do you guys serve? What do you guys uh, do? What do you, uh, I come here, and then what's the best? Uh, tell me a little bit everything. I see a lot of machines. I see yeah, we've got the it. oat milk, which is, that's for me. <laughs> uh, and I see your menu. I see plates. I mean, tell me yeah. about Picaresca Barra Cafe. Uh, so we are a, uh, we serve specialty coffee, and we have a full espresso menu. Um, and that includes all of the traditional espresso drinks. Um, so cortados, shot of espresso, (gasps) Americanos, cappuccinos, lattes. And then we have our money-making specialty drinks right there. Um, for sure that we have a cafe de boya latte and, uh, it's not, it's not the traditional cafe de boya that most Hispanics know. Um, it's a syrup that we make um, that's with um, cinnamon, anise, orange peel, and brown sugar. And so it's a syrup, so we can put it, you can have it iced or hot. Um, and that that's our best seller. Um, we also have a, a few more drinks on the menu that are really um, interesting. We have a ginger rose, which is like a spicy floral uh, drink. A little bit on the sweeter side, but really good. Um, iced or hot. And then we have el, el pino which is our signature drink. That one, um, specifically, that's like a nod to Boyle Heights. Um, if you are from Boyle Heights or if you're not from Boyle Heights, um, it, there's a big pine tree in the middle of Boyle Heights, giant pine tree, and um, it's kind of become a staple of the community. Um, and we actually live on the same street of El Pino. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we just, we wanted to incorporate that in the menu somehow. So that one is um, like a piney flavored uh, syrup. It has rosemary, chamomile, apples, cloves, cinnamon, brown sugar. It's really good. It's our favorite drink, uh, something different. And all of our syrups are made from scratch. We I was going to say, fresh. do you guys make them? We make them. Every single drink on the menu we make from scratch. So there's no... Can you sell the syrup? What's that? Can you sell the syrup? Yeah. There you go. Sell it. Uh, Start doing you, it online. We, <laughs> I mean, yeah. That the we would love to sell um, even the cafe de boya and the pino at some point. I mean, know. we do sell it. We we do no, but I mean, like like put it online and have people like just have it available. Oh, just you know how we were talking about what's next. There you go. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. No, we have a lot of we have a lot of ideas and and that's cool plans, but you know we can only do so much at, right now. And then you have. Uh, Every time I see your Instagram, so you have somebody come with the food, right? Like a pop-up? Is that what it is? Yes, we we, uh, started doing the pop-ups early on when we first opened. Um, We have a lot. We're lucky. We have a lot of friends that are um, chefs or they're starting their own 
um, pop-ups and um, yeah, we, we invite them to come here because we're, we're not chefs. <laughs> um, and, and, but it's, it's kind of nice. It's cool. It's a, it's a, a good way to collaborate with other small businesses and, and give them a space and, and allow them to push their brand as well. Um, and then we get to enjoy the wonderful, delicious food that they make. Um, and then we also have chile relleno burritos on the menu. We have a regular one and we have a vegan one. Um, and they're both really good, very different, very unique. Um, and then we have a breakfast sandwich and we have a couple more items. Oh, wait, those on. are yours? The, well, so the, the, we have those on the menu all the time. Oh, okay. uh, we had the burritos from day one. Oh, like okay. we, that was our, we really wanted to have, um, a food item on the menu, uh, menu aside from, you know, pastries and, um, coffee. So, um, a, a good friend of ours, who's a chef, um, his name is Leo Tambien. Um, and he has his own, um, brand pinch at, um, and so he makes the burritos and he delivers to them, we, uh, every week. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, look at that. You have, uh, and you guys open at what time you guys open, what time you guys close and so where right. are you guys located? We are located in the heart of Boyle Heights. We are on Soto and Olympic, uh, kind of right across from the old Sears Tower, the historic Sears Tower building. <laughs> um, and we are sandwiched inside a mini mall. Um, and there's a lot of great vendors in here. So if you're ever in the area, it's, it's a treat. Come and check it out. And we, what was the other question? Uh, what time you guys open? Oh, yes. We are open right now um, six days a week. Uh, so we're open from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day, except for Tuesday. Tuesday we're closed for now, but um, that's his roasting day. So he roasts the coffee on, uh, well, Tuesdays and Wednesday. Yeah. Well, well, that's, that's something that we are changing right now. So, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's a... You know, it's, it's a work in progress. So right now we're closing Tuesdays because we used to roast on Tuesdays, but now we're roasting on Wednesdays. And, but it feels nice to have a day off. So like, we're probably going to have it like this for, for a, a little bit longer, a little bit longer just to recharge and, and do things that we got to do, you know, to, to, to keep the momentum going. Uh, but yeah, that's the other part of the, the business that we don't really talk that much yet, but uh, we do roast our own coffee as well. We source it. We collaborate with other, um, you know, uh, producers. That's and, right. Uh, I saw that you guys went to my country, right? Didn't you guys go to Guatemala? Yeah, I did. I went to Guatemala three years ago. But now for my business, it was for the other coffee shop that I rose for. But then once I was over there, I was able to connect with, you know, other people. And, uh, and I'm still in touch with them. And hopefully we can bring some of those coffees. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, I mean, you are looking at a beautiful watermelon in front of you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's beautiful. No, it's the same. Is it true that it's one of the best coffees? Yeah. No, I think... I think not, that, not because you're looking at a wonderful, beautiful watermelon in front of you. <laughs> but uh, let me just say, I just went to Ireland. Some motherfuckers were saying, hey, come and try our watermelon coffee. And I'm like... Yeah, like so, it's everywhere. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, uh, Guatemala is uh, it's well known for having really good coffee, which because you guys have a really good coffee. But I think every country has a you know Mexico. Mexico has good coffee too. Colombia has amazing coffee. Brazil has a really good coffee. It's just uh, it's just you know good coffees everywhere now. Thank thankfully. And don't don't tell anybody, but my favorite is Colombian. <laughs> so not that yeah how dare you how dare yeah. you to my chapinas right here 
I saw a couple of them right now. I don't know if they are from Chapin or Oaxaca. Because let me just say, I, when I see a little short brown guy, I was like, hey, you're from Guatemala, right? He's like, Simon Boss. No, yeah, I mean, there's there's people in the in the in the minimal that are from Guatemala, Honduras, Salvador, or uh, so uh, Mexico. That's so. cool. So you guys make your own syrups, you uh, roast your own coffee. There you go. So you have you, you could have two shops. You could have an online shop, and you could have right here, so people could try it. Literally. Yeah. I mean, we we do have a online shop. Um, we sell our coffees there too. They can. Um, pick up their coffees too you know or we work with doordash and uh drop hop so they can find us uh in doordash in the doordash app and um uh, and we're working and uh, in trying to get like a coffee subscription at some point and uh, but you can order coffee beans too online um which is the most popular well right now it's probably uh, uh oaxaca mexico and uh we're rotating coffees all the time so like you know, we're we're about to switch coffees. We're bringing an Ethiopia. We're bringing a different Oaxaca. We're gonna bring an Honduras and uh, and hopefully some Guatemalans too. So so we're working on getting some good Guatemalans. That's probably one of my best co- favorite coffees. The Guatemala. I love a good Guatemala coffee. Yeah. It's just you know, it's it's rich. It's has chocolate notes, cherries. It's it's delicious. There you go. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> All right, so I have a question for you guys as coffee experts. And this is something that bugs me every time I go get coffee as a family. Because I'm I'm a coffee addict. I literally uh I've been drinking coffee since I was 7. So in Guatemala they give you coffee or for me especially. I mean, I used to I'm a I'm a pure you know, I'm black, black coffee and no sugar or nothing. I'm just black. And uh, I could, I had to stop drinking so much coffee a couple months ago because I was literally to the max. I was drinking like four 16 ounces a day. And, but I love coffee. Like, I think the best, I hate uh, Starbucks coffee. It's too, it's burnt. That shit is burnt. The best for me is McDonald's. McDonald's coffee, I don't know why, but it's the best. <laughs> Uh, I haven't tried yours, but I'm pretty sure it's good. I have a question for you guys. Do you guys do uh, decaf? Yes, yeah? we have decaf espresso. Uh-huh. Okay, so every... Oh, well, there you go. So everywhere I go, every time I take my girl, uh, I ask for a coffee, and she's like, do you guys have decaf? And they're like, no, nah, we don't have decaf. But if you want to wait 25 minutes, we can make you a, a decaf espresso. So t- it has been so irritating to the point that every time we go out i order separately and i say i don't know this lady but she's going to ask for a decaf whatever so is the you said um what's the difference with the between a just a decaf coffee and a decaf americano that sounds like uh uh like uh like something that still has caffeine right or i mean both of them have a little bit of caffeine it's um the, the main difference is, uh, or, or, or the reason why I guess uh, most coffee shops they only have like espresso-based decaf, is because uh, you know you you have a big brewer to make um, batch brew regular coffee. With, it could be your Guatemala, Ethiopia, whatever, Colombia, and you make a big batch that you're gonna sell quick. But decaf, you know, you don't get that many requests. So like, it's a uh, 
you end you're just gonna end up wasting if you make a batch of uh decaf you heard that stop asking for decaf <laughs> jesus i'm tired of this but, but, I know, but it's uh, in, the, in the end you can just pull uh, an americano and uh and with a decaf shot and and there you go that's a you know that's coffee it does it's, it's the same thing and it was not the same thing but it's uh you just want yeah now let me ask you this uh so um at the hotel we were staying and this is the first time i kind of did the test because uh they had it was they had this expensive nice machine right and i drink like so many cups of coffee so i go in the morning early get two cups of coffee the the one in the batch i guess the one that mm-hmm. the hotel has it all the time and then i go back and get two more and that's how i do it and uh every time i go to a place they say oh we don't have coffee right now but i can make you an americano right now so i went to the machine i got a, an americano and it tasted less powerful than the one i was having is that like is what's if it's the Ameri- what's the difference between just having a cup of coffee and americano because it sounds fancy for me and i'm sure they're going to charge me more what's really the difference there and i'm just asking as a dumb question because it's very probably stupid for you but what's literally the difference from having a cup of coffee in i guess mcdonald's and going to uh you know you guys can say americano what's really the difference between an americano and just like a drip a batch coffee i guess so i don't even know what a drip is well with an americano uh so it's basically it's it's uh hot water steamed water and then a shot of espresso typically it's a double shot of espresso so the cool thing with an americano is you can make it as strong as you want um if you want um to add four shots to it to make it uh stronger then then we would recommend that um the size typically an americano is like a 10 ounce drink um, but you can, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a watered down espresso shot, you know. So you water it down go. with uh, with water, and you can do it as uh, to your taste. You can do like four ounces of hot water and espresso. You can do six ounces. You can do ten ounces. A drip. It's uh, normally like a, you know, you make a big batch of hot coffee. You dial your brewer. You just you know you put like x amount of grounds to give you like a. Uh, to the to the recipe that you have so you can be like a 1 to 16 ratio or a 1 to i mean 114 to 1 to 16 ratio so it's gonna be more balanced where like in the americano it could be like watered down or it can be just like you know you can control it more in the end of the day quicker because you're just pulling one shot and then you can add as much water as you want but it's also the the flavor is gonna be a little different because it's uh, it's you know it's 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 not the same uh, method that, that that you're using to 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 get the coffee. Yeah, like for me, it was a little bit richer but thinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was very it was coffee for me. So, and the only uh, another qu- the, another thing I'm asking is because check this out. So I'm in Ireland, right? We're driving to a castle, and then we're coming back after. Uh, and then we stop at a, a gas station that normally you hear you stop here if you're in the tan or anything. And it's one of those gas stations where they have a big mini mart and everything. So I need to go get my coffee. And you're used to here, right? Where you go and get your coffee or just put, you have your Colombian, whatever. Well, over there, they don't have that. They don't even have a, 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 a soda fountain. They have a machine 
and the machine says, would you like an Americano or fancy drinks? And I'm thinking, what the fuck? I just want a coffee. Because for me, Americano sounds fancy. I don't. So I'm like, I'm like, fine, I get an Americano. And this, is a, this is how stupid I am. Now I understand what you mean. So I put the cup, I press Americano, and I see water come out. And I'm like, oh, this shit doesn't work. So I go to the next one. <laughs> and then I press it. And then I'm like, water is coming out. And I'm like, this shit doesn't work. And then I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, this thing. He's like, no, you have to wait for the espresso. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? And then he's like, just give it a time. And I wait for it. And there's my coffee. Paciencia. No, but I'm not used to Americano. So the first time I wasted an Americano. And that's basically what I'm asking for. That's pretty cool. Now... Lisa, what's your favorite? Here. Drink? Yeah. Uh, out of the specialty drinks? or Out of anything. If you I, could have one right now. I am a good old-fashioned, simple, drip coffee kind of girl. I, that's what I my go-to, just regular coffee. Black? Black. I don't put anything in it. That's what's up. What about you? Yeah. Same. Uh, I think we're only drinking like black coffee here. Uh, but uh, I, mean, I mean, we do try everything that we make. So, you know, the El Pino is pretty good. That's my favorite one from uh, from the sweet, you know, drinks. You know, you want something sweet. That's probably my favorite one. Uh, I like. I enjoy too, like uh, drinking chai lattes too. Like every now and then, it's like uh, okay, you know. What's a chai latte? It's it's a, it's a tea. You know, it's a uh, black teas uh, and spices blended all together, and then you know latte. You know, so you milk. So you steam it, or you can have it iced. Yeah, what's up with that? People in England, milk and tea. Not my thing. What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am. And they only have one mission, for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code De La Roca to get 10% off your order. That is De La Roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. Cortadito, cortado, what's... I know what a cortadito is. And I know uh, Cuban coffee. What's a cor- Is the same thing? Um, essentially. No. I mean, well, uh, it's, I mean a no. cortado is just like two uh, espresso shot, two ounces of, uh, of... Equal parts espresso and, and milk. And that's a cortado. And it's not... It's, a, it's hot, but it's not super hot. So it's, a, it's, it's at a temperature that you can actually drink quick, fast. And... Um, and a cortadito, I think, is you know, like you you put brown sugar to it, you know, like and uh, oh. and uh, that's how that's how they drink it in Cuba, you know. That's the best. I I remember the first time I went to Miami, and then I saw these people with a little tiny cup, mm-hmm. and little tiny cups. Like it was a little tiny cup, and like five little cups. And I asked them, "What are you guys drinking?" It's like hermano, cafe. And then they give me this little tiny thing, and I'm like, I sip it, and it's the best fucking coffee I ever have in my life. It's making me shake, right? And then I was there for a whole month. At the end of the of my trip there, uh, I was drinking the whole fucking thing by myself. Like the whole. That you're supposed to share with five people. But anyways. 
Well, I just want to say thanks for having me. This is amazing. I'm very proud of you guys. I mean, I don't know if people tell you, but you guys should be proud of what you guys are doing. This is amazing. You, again, there's two people that are going to come out of the pandemic. You guys and people who didn't do anything. And no, seriously, people just sat down and watched Netflix. That's it. And it's okay if they just want to do that. I always tell people, make sure you know what you're doing, right? Like, make sure that you're okay with the lifestyle you have. And don't be complaining because if you're complaining, then fucking change it. Simple as that. It is simple as that, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys are doing things. You guys are creating wonderful things. And look at you guys. You guys have your amazing little place. So congratulations. Any last thoughts? Thank you. No, thank you for um, having us. And um, it was really nice to, you know, reconnect with you and and kind of get to talk uh, after so many years of not seeing each other and. Um, yeah, this has been just like a crazy, wild journey. Uh, something that I never, I never really planned or dreamed of doing. Uh, you know, like we, we, we went to school for, for acting and theater and, and arts. And um, so that kind of, um, I never saw myself in this position. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't regret anything. Um, I feel really lucky uh, to have such a great partner that challenges me and motivates me and pushes me to so that we have something for ourselves. You know, his dream kind of like became my dream. And um, yeah, it's I mean, it's a lot of work. It's not, (laughs) you know, there's no it's like having a kid like it's a 24 seven living machine that we have to keep running um, and but it's it's been it's been it's been the hardest <laughs> probably year of my life like mentally physically spiritually everything um but it's been the best for me and so again far. if you're healthy who cares look you're doing things people are out there doing nothing like people don't understand that that's what i try to tell our people you know like latinos like fucking do something don't just be a number don't just settle don't just and of course you cannot change nobody's mind you cannot make people do things but at least you could push them a little bit especially like you guys are doing you guys love each other and you guys push yourselves right same thing i do with my girl i said i'm going to push you as much as i can i don't know about your family and if you want to follow their steps it's fine or if you don't want to do this it's fine but i'm on a mission of doing something and try to push myself to the best and i think you guys are doing the same so congratulations yeah thank you thank you for um uh, coming and listening to our story like this is actually the first podcast that we do so it's 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 a good it's a good practice and uh yeah congratulations too on uh, your book and uh oh that one sucks don't worry about it and uh, and everything that you're doing and yeah i mean and uh I feel very thankful that I have Elisa with me too. You know, it's it's, it's always like, um, you know, you need a team, and you need to find the right people to actually get things done. And uh, and I feel very lucky that I that I met Elisa and that we are um, doing things together. You know, that's that's, that's the best. Yeah, I think uh, uh, we were having some issues. Uh, at my every couple goes through issues, and uh, at some point I had to tell my girl, be like. If I ever make it, do you want to be next to me and for me to thank you at the end or not? 
it's basically i feel like you guys are doing things just do it right like if you have any advice to anybody that's trying to do what you're doing just any advice for anybody out there just trying to bro you literally have a coffee shop fuck yeah man any advice out there uh well i think um besides just like the just do it you know like okay you just gotta you know put yourself to do it uh you gotta see it from a different perspective too sometimes and like break it into small you know like tasks okay okay this week i'm gonna work on this little thing that is gonna help me get to the to the bigger picture you know like and uh if you if you if you have a dream and you know what you want to do and uh, it feels overwhelming you know because many times it just feels like everything is overwhelming just break it into small task you know like okay today i'm gonna work on this and that's it tomorrow i'm gonna work on that and you know if you did if, if, if you forgot to do something or you don't feel good you know about what uh what you accomplished on that day or that week it's fine just you know go 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 to bed sleep wake up and you know you're gonna feel way better most of the times when uh when we feel discouraged because we're also tired or our mind our body is exhausted so we just gotta give it a little rest and and recharge and do it all over again yeah well thanks for having me literally having me i'm <laughs> sitting next to you guys in your coffee shop yes. uh again where could people find you where could people come uh anywhere people need to follow you Yeah, we uh, we are on Instagram and we just recently opened a Facebook um, page. So you can find us on Instagram at picaresca.cafe. And uh, yeah, and or we, we're if you do a Google search now, we pop up and you can you can find us on Yelp as well. We have a Yelp page. And um, yeah, if you're in Boyle Heights looking for good coffee and uh, so we're at 1300 south soto street we are inside a yellow building that says mini mall on the outside and but we have some signs outside that say coffee so um yeah just look for us and we're here we're here most days and, except for tuesday and if nobody could and because this podcast goes everywhere right so if anybody's listening they're not in la you could always go and just like that page go follow you mm -hmm. guys you could order coffee you know why not i mean mm -hmm. there's Uh, people don't understand that when you're a small business, the little things like just liking the page or following you guys, it's a big deal. That's basically what it helps little small business, right? Yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, I always tell people this, like, uh, I created this Twitter account just to play a game. And now I have like almost 4,000 followers. And when I go and pitch somebody to be part of this podcast to give us a code and I get five bucks a month or stuff like that. They don't care what, whether I do something with that fucking page. They just care the number, right? And that's why I need to throw. And the same thing with you guys. You know, when you need to get sponsors or more people, they just want to see the number. So if you're listening to this, go support them. Just go follow them. Give them a like and get that wonderful coffee. So thank you very much for having me. And Jesus Christ, <laughs> don't make him 15 more years, please. You know, <laughs> so... Uh, well, the, the, the important thing is we're connected now and we uh, hopefully you'll come back. Hopefully you'll bring your family and I'd love to meet your son and, and your girlfriend. I'll uh, tell her that you guys have uh, and we decaf. have decaf ah, so yeah. we can make her whatever she wants. And I have one question for you. One last question for you. Would you like to try a coffee on the menu? Uh, 
Except for what? <laughs> except for a drink. <laughs> except for what you except want. Except for the drink. We can do a pour over. We can do uh, an Americano. We can do, you can try one of the, the specialty drinks that are really, I recommend. El Pino or el Café de Boya. I'm lactose. So. so we have oat milk and we very. have almond milk. So we have alternatives. Oat milk. Um, I'm yes. very, I'm very, I have turned very white. So, <laughs> oh my God, can you put oat milk in that thing? Oh no, that's my, that's my jam. Like we, that's what I drink too. I, I, um, he doesn't like regular milk. Um, and I, I just prefer oat. It tastes. Girl, the older we good. get, the less we could drink milk. <laughs> that's what they told me. Anyways, thank yeah. you very much. And again, no matter what, just go tonight and be proud because you have something that you built something so don't ever if you feel bad fuck it who cares you did something you again like i told you there's people out there doing nothing you're actually doing something so thanks for stopping by and you guys have been listening to lapreneurs that is lapreneurs my name is jose de la roca and you can follow me anywhere at mr jose de la roca until next time goodbye